Hello, how are you? Thank you for joining me. My name is Paula McGurdy and I am a visual artist and I've recently started recording conversations with female creatives within Ireland and it's really um, to find out a bit more about what they do but also just to show the amazing talent and beauty that we have around us um, and to give space to other creatives who are in this field. And recently I recorded a conversation with Gronya Bath Enright and if you know Gronya's work you'll know how wonderfully and beautifully detailed her work is. If you don't you need to check her out. Um, she does these very very detailed stunning drawings um, and Gronya will be talking a bit more about her work process, about how she got into art about what her day-to-day -day looks like and really about some of the inspirations behind behind her work as well so i hope you enjoy this conversation these podcasts are going out every thursday and they are called creative conversations with and i hope that you will enjoy bringing them on your walks or listening to them in their car or just when you're creating yourself or when you're about the house or in work and that they bring you some sense of inspiration as well. So I hope you enjoy this conversation. Thank you. Hi, Gonya. Hi. How are you? How are you? Nervous? <laughs> Nervous. Oh, it's just, it's just a little chat. <laughs> Thank you, Lillian, for joining me today. Amazing. Amazing. I know. Sorry, there's a bit of a backlog with the with the with the microphone and stuff. So we, I guess I just need to be aware of that. Um what a gorgeous day. It's amazing. It's so beautiful out. So absolutely stunning. Morning. Absolutely. Yeah. Morning. yeah. <laughs> I have a little fan set in front of me and it's just perfectly throwing a little bit of wind my way. <laughs> good, good. That's what's needed, isn't it? Um, well, Gornia, thanks a million for joining me today and just uh, pulling up a seat and having a chat. Um, for those watching or listening, um, Gornia, as I said, does the most beautiful and exquisite drawings um, and artworks. And um, uh, in particular, I absolutely love your bird series that you do. They're just absolutely stunning. Um, I'm going to put my glasses on so I can see a bit better. Um, and uh, um, so I guess. Uh, I guess the best place to start is telling us a bit about your story and um, how did you get into art? Was it something that was encouraged when you were a child? Um, was it always there or what were kind of the beginnings for you in terms of your artwork? Um, well, I suppose I'm someone that it's it has always been there. Like I've always wanted to draw, always wanted to paint as far as I can remember. Like it's all I ever wanted to be was an artist. I didn't really know what that meant at the time I just knew mm. that I could do something artistically creative I suppose and mm. um, really lucky in that like both both of my parents were really supportive they always encouraged me to draw and I suppose you're lucky that when you start to get really into drawing it's sort of you know you get good feedback and then the good feedback you get from that you want to do it again and so and then the more you the better you get at it and then you get and it's a kind of a continuous loop which I suppose that encourages yourself but yeah no as a kid I just loved the idea of finishing something and then looking at it and thinking oh I made that you know so that's kind of 
always been something that's been there. Um, mm. My sister as well, I have a twin sister, Orla, she she drew a lot, quite a bit. So the two of us would draw together and paint together and stuff. So there was always like, you know, my stepsister as well. Like we would all do it on holidays together. It was always just something to do, I suppose, more than anything. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm always fascinated by twins as well. You say you're a twin sister. So is she an artist as well? Like I look, I always wonder about the correlations between that relationship and how it works out. And it seems like one, it seems like a very special bond. But also then, I mean, she, the fact that you're saying that she's artistic as well, you know? Yeah, and she'll be delighted now she's getting a mention. <laughs> she'll be um, <laughs> she, is, she is artistic. She didn't follow the route. And I suppose when we were kids, I was definitely more into it than she was. But mm-hmm. she was. And I think that if she had decided to pursue it, she could have gotten a lot better at it as well um but she is someone that you know to relax herself and stuff she would do a bit of painting and drawing and um, no but she's completely opposite she went down the science route so she's actually a doctor of paleontology so oh, wow. okay <laughs> yeah, very different but <laughs> very different routes but in this sometimes it feels very similar because we both really followed our passions they're both very creative, I think, in their own way. I think science mm. is great. So, you know, in her own way, she's 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 gone off and she's discovering things and kind of finding out things through research. And that's how I feel about when I do things with art. It's mm. hard to find out something. So in some ways, we're very similar. And in some ways, we're not. Um, I think yeah. the fact very different careers as well sometimes makes us closer because we kind of have our own things. We're individual people, you know. Mm. Mm. <laughs> and I see your gorgeous pictures behind you there then Gornia are they they're all yours then are they yeah, they're all mine Can and it's guys there that it's it's really bizarre that I have these two because those two are years old okay, I do not yeah those. and there's a human there's never humans in my stuff so that's really weird oh, wow yeah because you do a lot of nature and lately I saw you doing one up in Marley you're in Marley Park Yes, yeah. Doing Marley House. And I was like, oh, because we had our wedding reception there. And I was like, oh, I love that. <laughs> I've always loved, um, and especially in school was when I really discovered how much I loved detail. So I don't know if you remember in school and the yard, you know, you'd be given a big box of like the be the old shoe and there'd be the peppers and all these things to draw. Mm. It was like the inside workings of a clock. And I used to just make a beeline for the inside of the clock every time. I absolutely loved it. I was just obsessed with getting all of the detail and stuff in it. Um, and then like that with the shoe and stuff, the texture. But it's really where the kind of love of detail came from. Um, it's funny, my art teacher in school was really into drawing flowers and all that kind of thing as well. So I don't know if maybe that rubbed off or if I just mm. sort of came to that myself. But um, yeah, I always loved drawing nature and I've actually always loved buildings, but I kind of for a while spent so long going down the sort of nature route and I'm really interested in environmental sciences and stuff. So I've kind mm-hmm. of come back. Now, the architecture is something I'm really working at, but I have to say I'm really enjoying uh, learning and being bad at something because sometimes it gets no, to... Oh, it's beautiful. Your, your work is beautiful. It's so good. Yeah. You know, I go to draw a bird now and it's kind of like, oh, I don't know how to do that. And it can get a little, you know, 
boring when you know something that well. So I think I'm really enjoying the learning aspect and the feeling like I'm getting better each time and the like, mm. oh, I get that. I figured that out this time. So that's a nice feeling to kind of go back to the start in a way is really nice. Yeah. So if somebody was to ask you about your work, if they said to you, how would you describe your work? What would you say? Um, I suppose up to now, my work is sort of, they're detailed landscapes but they're not landscape in a traditional sense, I suppose, Mm. and detailed clusters. Um, A lot of the pieces I do are based around a sense of place or um, environmental sciences or Irish myths and legends. I kind of like to look at the two when I do a piece. So very much based on the natural world, a particular place, um, something I've read. Recently, I've tried to bring a lot more sort of um important research into it in terms of environmental issues climate change issues stuff that I really care about so I try to bring a bit more of that and there's actually quite a lot of research I do before I do a piece um Mm -hmm. a lot of within a piece will have a certain meaning it's not just done as an accessory to the main to the main thing it's it's done as a sort of a suggestion or a nod towards some specific piece of information Mm. So what is it that are you working on something like, say, for instance, with the birds that you're doing, do they have a greater meaning or is it something specific that you're working on at the moment that has that kind of greater meaning? Um, so actually, there's um, there's three, there's six new prints I'll have coming out very soon. Hopefully, yeah, before Great. but of course, all of this started Um three of them are sort of actually one of them is those ones there, the owl. So those three were sort of um, really getting back into pencil and studying details. So there's a there's a curlew, a heron, and an owl. And then the other three pieces are actually they're nothing to do with environmental issues. They're more a personal kind of look on things. And I mean, the birds are just sort of used as a sort of a metaphor for something, as opposed to something particularly environmental. So those three pieces would be more to do with my own personal life and an experience I went through. Mm. so three pieces are and uh when I release those or have them I'll share a bit more about them but they are sort of I'm sort of trying to understand how to talk about personal stuff with art because it's not really something I've done before so Mm. at pages of me trying to write out how I'm going to talk about it so that's that's fun so it's nice as well it's nice to uh do the natural stuff but bring my own personal experience to it as opposed to always being about Mm. whatever it is the personal can be difficult can't it because I guess there's such a sense of um being completely wide open when you share something that's very personal to you and it's a very um vulnerable place I guess to be as well which I mean art full stop is when you put your art out there I think but then when you have a like a story behind it that's very personal to you it's um yeah it can be it can be difficult and I think it can also be a um a thing a thing that you learn how to communicate or use the words that you feel the most comfortable with if you choose to some people I guess don't as well and that's that's and even fine you know I mean there's other pieces I've sort of done in the past and I kind of know they're personal but I never really shared anything about it and Mm now I I tend to before when I'm nearly finished a lot of pieces I tend to actually kind of go to two of my friends in particular and I'm like, what do you think about this? And this is what it's really about. But should I say that? And we kind of have a discussion about it. And they're like, mm. it makes it so much more interesting when you share it. But the sharing mm. it is 
it's so difficult. You feel like you're standing mm-hmm. on shouting to everyone, this is what this is. <laughs> yeah. And it's silly because most people, they'll just put their own personal experience on top of it. They won't actually really take too much interest in yours. Mm-hmm. But that's, yeah, how it feels. So, but it's, it's good. I think it's a good learning. It's a good learning step, definitely. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to see them. So I'm sure they'll be amazing whenever you, at the end, uh, in the next few months, I guess, you'll be releasing them, did you say? I'm hoping to have them next month now. So I was kind of, my mm. print, um, the Copperhouse Gallery that I use in town, I've kind of, they've sort of opened back up for that sort of stuff. So I'm able to get scans and kind of put the finishing details and I'm putting colour in them for the first time. Just wow. a hint. Me and Photoshop have have been at war with each other. <laughs> I don't use Photoshop at all I know nothing I'm such a just hands-on that's it when it comes to anything technical I mean it's amazing that we're even having this conversation to be honest with you (laughs) I I always thought the hard part was just getting it drawn and finishing it and getting through a piece but no no the hardest part has (laughs) has been just trying to figure out how to do things on Photoshop oh my goodness and the whole printing process as well I was like Oh, I know. And I'm always kind of going in and I, because I didn't study fine art, I'm sort of always going in. I mean, and, and what way does this work? And and how does this thing, and what's that thing? And I think because you are releasing fine art prints and you're doing mm. sort of, you know, drawings and paintings, people just automatically presume you did fine art in college. But like mm. that's not, it's actually very mm. much have to learn a lot about printing and what way it works and that kind of thing, you know? So mm. that's, learning curve as well well if it's any consolation I did fine art and I learned nothing about the printing process in college <laughs> so that was all new to me as well <laughs> say that to me either <laughs> uh, so tell us a bit about your work your working day then Gronia how do you like in terms of your day-to-day and like, do you work in series? I know you're working on this current one. Do you work in multiples? Do you have few on the go at the time? Do you work in a studio? Do you work with music? How does, how does your day-to-day kind of look like? So my day-to-day tends to be, um, are we talking about at the moment or? <laughs> right yeah, right? sure. Awesome. It's, if it's, yeah, I guess now it's current, isn't it? But normally, in terms of how I work with projects, I usually have my own stuff and another project or maybe two going on at the same time in relation to maybe more um, commercial work, I suppose. So usually there's something like that going on alongside getting my own work, which I find works really well for me because knowing, oh, I have this meeting or I have this deadline due with this group of people on Tuesday. Okay, I'll have this, this and this done before then. So with within lockdown, a lot of that work is obviously gone. So I'm finding it quite hard to not have. It sounds you, you feel so lucky in one way because you're like, I've all this time to be doing all this stuff. But I've realized mm. that I work much better when I've got other things running at the same time. So in mm. some ways, it's difficult to have a lot of time to myself. And um, but I would I would start first thing in the morning. I always have the radio on in the morning. Start. Um, I'm a big fan of any podcast lots of music I tend to my day works very much with what I'm listening to so it tends to be like radio in the morning until about 12 then I'll maybe listen to a podcast for an hour and then in the evening there might be another podcast and then it goes to music in the evening and that's mm. how I do 
okay with the listening. Um, it also depends on what I'm doing because obviously if you're really concentrating on something, I can't listen to a podcast or an audible book. It's just it's a bit too much. I need to need. Um, in terms of process and that, I, I do quite a lot of research now. And that's that's a reasonably new thing in the last two years. And I'm really the kind of the reading it, the researching it, um, sort of just even I've tried to accept that just things like going for a walk and having a listen to something that you're you're thinking about is incredibly helpful. Uh, mm-hmm. For a while, I felt really guilty about just going out for a walk to have a think about something, but I've realised that it's better than staring at a blank page for an hour trying to mm-hmm. do. Um. I tend to do quite a lot of process work as well. A lot of sort of just loosening up on what I'm going to do before I do it. <clears throat> I tend to work in series. So if I know I'm going to do three pieces based on a particular theme or a concept, I tend to do them one at a time. Though in the process, part of it, I would tend to think about how all of them are going to look together, what each of them are going to be. So I'll know in my head what I want all three finished pieces to look like but then Mm. I'll work one by one and I've actually recently thought that maybe I might change that and try and maybe do two at a time because the break away from something is is really healthy it's something you Mm. know coming back to you know when you wake up the next morning and you come back to something and you've looked at it from across the room and you're like oh yeah that's not not quite how I remember remember that <laughs> yeah. it's so or, funny isn't it I think every artist must do that you know yeah. I love that feeling though of walking in and going I want I want to see I'm looking forward to seeing how I left this and whether yeah. I like it or not <laughs> like I don't remember if I liked this yesterday I'm gonna come back in and like hello how are you today <laughs> yeah. are you happy to see me yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh you kind of have a conversation with the piece you know and sometimes mm-hmm. you're tentative and you're not getting along and then other times you're sort of like okay we're getting on today we're working yeah. together so it's kind of and then you look at it and you're like oh there's there's two areas of light and shade going on there I don't know what happened there mm-hmm. or sometimes it's so bad that you're just like I'm gonna banish you to the corner or into the drawer I'm not said I'm not gonna look at you for a while <laughs> and that's I think that's the thing that's it's really hard as an artist and to make to for other people to understand that a lot of the time when you want to draw that the when you're in the mood is when you actually have other stuff to do so mm-hmm. it's a, very rare that it times up perfectly with you're really in the mood to do this and you're supposed to be doing it yeah yeah admin work which I never really considered as a business of any kind just the amount of stuff that people don't see that you have to do in the background is something I was mm. really surprised by but then at the same time sometimes when you're really struggling with something it's nice to just put it away and be like I'm just gonna do this other thing for an hour or two I need to just leave this pain yeah yeah, yeah. and you mentioned business there Gonya so um I guess um I suppose this is a from a personal experience when you mentioned that you're an artist um, do you mention that you have your own business? Do you mention that you're an artist? Because I think sometimes people have a maybe don't fully understand what it means to be an artist. How do, how do you respond to that, or what do you how do you well, explain that? I guess. Well, that either <laughs> until <laughs> I start. 
<laughs> um, I suppose because where I started from was um, scenic painting. I studied production design, so for designing sets and for film and theatre. So because I started with <clears throat> doing commercial things, being a scenic painter, doing some design, I kind of had to, I suppose, set myself up as a business or a sole trader. You learn all these words very mm -hmm. fast. Um, and then when I started sort of doing my own sort of stuff as an artist, I very quickly realized that it is a business, especially if you're going to do prints, because you're organizing, you know, the, the getting of materials, the where it's going, how it's getting there, all this stuff. So I actually then I did a course with um, Leo, the local enterprise office. And the course is very good. To be honest, I look back and I realize I probably did it a bit too early on. I probably should have mm. done it maybe later. But at the same time, that course made me realize, oh, I am a business. And more importantly, it introduced me to like 20 other creative people within the industry. Some of them I'd known their stuff before I met them. And that really validated that I could be a business. Because for a long time, I just struggled with the, the very simple thing of just like, oh, I don't know. Is my work good? I don't think it's good. You know, time to get over it, to just accept, oh, it's good. Now, what am I going to do about it? You know, I, that step is is huge. It's just to accept that you like your work and that you want you want to share it with other people. Mm. Um, but I do see myself, I suppose, as a business, especially because of the commercial stuff I take on and because I uh, get prints made of my work. Mm. Um, I do think in the future I would possibly like to go down the avenue of maybe just doing originals. But at the moment, it's it's a great way to experience uh, people and what they like and what they don't like and sort of have your, you know, I like the idea of, you know, at least a limited amount of people having your work and mm. it's very enjoyable. I'm, yeah. yeah. And you do, um, so you do commercial work, you said. I know you do commissions as well. What kind of commercial work would that be that you would, would that to do with the set design um, then as well or? Yeah, so I, I used to do quite a lot of um, scenic painting and design and that. Um, I got into it very randomly. Um, it was before I had originally gone freelance. My good friend, Kira, uh, got the tenure for the Gady Panto design. And oh, wow. year we came out of college, like, and I knew she had to paint these big fairy tale cloths and I was still working in a shop at the time after finishing college and I'd been really scared when I finished college I was kind of like I don't know I don't know what I want to do I don't I don't think I want to do it I haven't a clue what I'm doing mm -hmm. and I just texted and was like hey heard you got this thing can I come paint and she was like yes mm -hmm. please do and next thing I knew myself and her she had also never painted a cloth we're just standing in front of this 12 by 8 meter cloth being like oh, okay so we <laughs> terrifying you're like what have we agreed to what what do we do now googling things you know people know that we're the people that have been put in charge in charge of this <laughs> it was kind of it was great fun though it was really good fun you know my, my all of my all of my friends are extremely talented and creative so we figured it out together thank god but <laughs> she designed the sets and that as well but then five years later um I've, I've been doing it every year 
I, I do all the design for the cloths now myself, but, and I enjoy it to some part of it. I think kind of, I'm sort of maybe ready to move on from it now, but it gave me a lot and I'm not gonna, um, I sort of, I look back and sometimes I'm like, oh, it's just this thing. And I'm like, but that was really where it started because I had initially done that thinking, oh, this is a way to become a set designer. But then mm. through, I really enjoyed, I realized, oh, the side of production, set production that I like is the, the painting side of it. So I, you know, we did more, we did, you know, operas and theatres and stuff like that. And we painted them. And then the more we did that, the more I really just missed drawing and painting. So that's kind of how mm. I, I never, like the reason I did set design in college is because I was like, oh, you can't make money out of being an artist. Like that's mm. so determined to do something creative that I could make a life out of. And so it's kind of funny that I ended up just coming all the way back around to drawing and painting anyway. But I don't know if I'd done fine art if I would have stuck with it. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I guess it was a journey for you, wasn't it? And it was obviously the right journey at the time, you know, for you in, in order for you to get there. And I suppose there's lots of people who do fine art and that don't go on. And, but, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's maybe not what they were expecting. Yeah. Exactly. And like, you know, I know quite a lot of people that didn't fine art and they haven't gone about that. But I, I think maybe it's yeah. just because sort of, it maybe gives you a bit too much of your own time whereas set really taught you how to deal with other people how to deal with you know situations and certain deadlines it's less about you and more about the production so mm. I think that I trained to design not to be an artist and I think there's a something really important about that difference um mm. not because I got into doing my own work but because I also was backed up with understanding large-scale productions um it then meant that I started getting commercial work that was more about my own personal work but it was on a bigger scale but I wouldn't have had that if I hadn't have done the bigger scale set stuff so mm. a lot of images with Bister and Kildare Village you know that came about because they had seen and liked my illustrations but on top of it they knew I was used to dealing with a larger scale so it's kind of funny how they've all sort of fed into each other and yeah. I commercial work and especially in terms of working with other people it's the part of creativity and being an artist I find quite difficult because I'm not an mm. introvert. So working alone for weeks on end is not entirely my cup of tea. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, so many artists are introverts, you know, and so it suits them quite well. Um, so that's interesting, isn't it? You know? Yeah, I think that's why the commercial work is something I, I need to keep because I need mm. that sort of I need that other project for those other people to kind of chat to once in a while. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I obviously well, enjoy my own stuff, but. <laughs> would you say that, I guess I was going to ask you about um, the challenges about being a creative or an artist. Would you say that that's one of your challenges or do you have any other challenges that you would say? Um, yeah. Pro um, it's funny. I feel like I have, I've grown into the role a lot more mm. uh, myself being alone with myself and just doing that in terms of time management and everything mm. I have gone that's not to say that sometimes it goes down and then you get really good at it again and you know it comes in waves um but it, it is a part of it that I sometimes find difficult I really enjoy collaboration um, mm. I enjoy the kind of energy that people get off each other from it but 
I do also really enjoy the fact that with my own work, nobody else is telling me how they want something, what way they want something. They're going to cut something out because they're not in the mood for it. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> I do a lot of that with other stuff that I do. So it's nice to just be like, I'm in full control of what's happening. Yeah. 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 Great and terrifying at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. I guess it's, it's the yin and yang of those things, though, isn't it? You know? Yeah. And in terms of your inspiration, though, so what would you feel like? Where would you find your inspiration? Do you feel like is there a certain inspiration behind the work, particularly when you're working? I guess it, we've already talked about working on series, but on a day to day or even if you're feeling stuck, do you have a certain like creatively stuck, which I know can be a thing for many artists? Do you have something that you think I always know I get inspiration from this and then it gives you a drive on to kind of push on or yeah yeah um I used to, I kind of used to be very inspired by places around me like particular habitats mm. at the moment I find that it tends to be a lot more of things I read which is kind of interesting mm. so I mean a lot of the books I I buy I am buying them partly to feel inspired in some way um books um, just I've, I've recently like just really gotten back into reading in the last year mm-hmm. and there might be a line in it that's just kind of that's an interesting perspective on this thing and because I've gone past the sort of feeling like oh because I'm doing nature it needs to be about nature I've kind of transformed from that into being able to use it as a metaphor for something else I've started Mm. in a different way of how I could come up with concepts and stuff um quite inspired by science um I love like chatting to my sister my stepsister is uh also she's entomology which is the study of insects and bugs okay gosh very scientific (laughs) family then really aren't you you know (laughs) but then obviously you were saying that you have like the two do you know it's it's very different but it's also very similar so you obviously have that real um curiosity about you for that as well yeah like I'm a very curious person I love listening to things about Mm. science um I love like American politics like I'm really interested in all that stuff and only recently I've started to realize how I can make that into art because I think for a long time I struggled with the fact that oh but I'm a naturist artist how do I talk about something or go about something I kind of really struggled with it and it's only recently I've started to realize how I can go about things which is exciting because it's it's still something I really have to start exploring properly mm-hmm. um but yeah, a lot of the time it's just something I read or I'll see or it could be a conversation with someone. I mean, sometimes, I mean, I'm sure you know yourself, people love to give you ideas all the time if they know you do something like, have you ever done this? Why, why didn't you do this? And I mean, it's all... good intentions. It's very saturated sometimes. Yeah. And so is that when you're having a conversation with someone and they're not doing that and they don't realize that you have just been like oh oh that that's a really good point that's really interesting and mm. is it comes from their conversation it doesn't come from the suggestion yeah. they've talked yeah that's quite 
<laughs> yeah, I know. People can be funny with their reactions, even also about just even saying that you're an artist and, you know, what their reaction is to that. It's, it's either dead silence or, you know, <laughs> it's, a, it's a completely different side of things. Like, some people just don't know what to do with it and some people want to offer you, you know, oh, you know, a bit of advice about things. <laughs> That's fine. And then some people are just really curious about it and they just, yeah. they're like amazed that. <laughs> something that you can do or you know <laughs> assume they're like oh so you're in college I'm like no no like it's, it's my job but I find that I actually if I'm with my friends and we're out and you know someone's asking the group like what does everyone do or whatever I hate I can feel the question coming around and I, I don't I don't want to tell them I don't want because you know that they're going to be polite and they're it, it's obviously something that may be slightly different to them so you know that they're going to be like oh what kind of stuff do you do and blah 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 and you don't want to tell them like my friends really don't want me to talk about my art right now (laughs) they don't want to know they they could tell you for me they give you the spiel you know (laughs) yeah I know I know it's a funny one I'm I've often been yeah like everybody you know what do you do and I say oh I'm an artist or um so I did fine art drawing and when people find out that you do drawing they're like oh do you do portraits and can you do yes. this and can you do that and I go no my work is much more abstract and suddenly it's like what? <laughs> <laughs> so I guess people's reactions are very different you know but, yeah yeah uh, oh I think I think it's paused oh I think it's paused yeah I think you're. I've lost you can you hear me? Can you still hear me? I can still see you though, Gonya. You. Are you back? Yay! <laughs> yeah, no, I know. And it's um like that, um, you know, you'll get an email in about a, a commission or something, and I can't thank the amount of people that have asked me to draw their their daughter or their son or and I'm like a bit of me feels like, have you even seen what I do? Have you no. seen any <laughs> I mean yeah. I get it. You understand that it is just that thing of oh but you can make things look like things so therefore could you do this for me and mm. um, and the problem is that the answer is I probably could it's just not what I what I do and you know you sort of have to just thank them and I actually I always try to just um, suggest other artists I know that do it mm, yeah in a direction so I, I'm at least helpful in some way <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's always like, because I get a lot of like, could you draw this animal? Could you draw this animal? And a lot of the time, actually, people ask me about animals that I'm like, I know I actually really want to do a piece on that. But I just I, I'm not going to tell you when because then you'll expect it. And I can't guarantee that will be when I actually do it. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's a weight responsibility then there, isn't there, you know? Um, <clears throat> what about commissions? Do you like doing commissions then growing it? Is that, is that something that you enjoy? It's funny, I didn't really go out seeking commissions. I just started getting emails asking about them. Um, mm. I'm a lot better at saying no to stuff I know that just doesn't suit me. Mm. Um, I did just take them because I thought, oh, this is great. Someone's paying me to make art. I'll I'll say yes. Um, yeah. Now I tend to be quite picky about it. Um, mm. Is something that looks like it's in the realm of the kind of work I do unless I feel like it's a good fit I'm not going to do it I'm just because I've, I've started to value my own time a lot more mm-hmm. and 
okay, that could take me three or four days to do that. But don't I have that other thing I keep saying I'm going to do? And does this really fit in with the kind of work I want to do? Um, so I have got a lot better at just picking and choosing the work. Um, and especially commissions, I feel, are again, they're, they're a discussion. You know, you want to make sure they're happy, you're happy. Um, it's also, there's nothing worse than <laughs> the first time you send off. I'm always like, would you like, you know, I've said to them, you know, I'll send you a progress get sketch of just the rough layout so you have an idea of what it's going to look like. Sometimes I go, no, no. <laughs> and like, I'll just send them, I'll say to them, I'm just going to send you one just so you see before I actually start the, the finished product. Mm-hmm. And then when you product, I mean, as soon as I'm finished, every time I'm always like, oh God, oh, did they really not expect that? Why did I do that bit like that? Oh God. Um, and then you send it and it's, oh, it's nail biting waiting for the email back. It's really, yeah. you know, um, yeah. but I find them, but I don't know if it's something that I would seek more of. If it suits, I'm really happy to do it. And it's something that I genuinely want to do. But if it's something that I know I can't give my best to because it doesn't really quite fit, I do just tend mm. to say now um, and sort of value that. I could probably use my time in a better way. Mm. And that's it. Time is so valuable, isn't it? I think that's the one thing that really, you know, that's that's the key factor in all of it, isn't it? And if something is taking your time away from what you really want to be doing elsewhere, then, yeah, I guess it's a good lesson, isn't it, you know? Yeah, and I think being taken away on other projects and stuff is actually, or just, you know, it could be family life, whatever it is that takes you away from your work. Mm. It's that I think is actually really important because it makes you want to go back it makes you excited to go back to do it you know time in the world with everything I could want to do work I know I wouldn't be productive you know that's just the god's honest truth I need those Mm. other things to distract me and to come away so that I'm like itching to get back into my space to do work Mm. Mm. looking to yourself because it means you know how to give yourself a bit of a kick up the arse you know (laughs) which we all need sometimes (laughs) yeah so tell us what is the big dream like if you if you were like thinking of your work and what you want to do in the future and I know this is a tricky one because it's it's also oh god do I want to say that but if you had a big dream what was that sorry what was that world domination no um (laughs) (laughs) uh god I I don't like I don't know if you'd put big to it but big to me would definitely like I would love my own proper studio space you know whether it's like a sort of when I say shed I mean like the really nice shed things you get now (laughs) the design cabin that you see on architectural places yes I know the ones yeah (laughs) very stuff um yeah, I would love a proper big studio space. Um, I think I would eventually possibly like to go down the route of exhibitions, but that's very far away right now. It's just something I've always had in the back of my head, something I'd like to do. Mm. Um, <laughs> I don't know if like sometimes you have to sit back and think about that because it's just sort of sometimes it feels just like you're just kind of going month to month getting through what you can. and it, mm. you, it back and be like what is it where am I going with this I don't know um I think I would like to continue the prints in a limited sense on a broader scale I would love to 
possibly have them in more places, more available in bricks and water sort of um, places around Ireland. Um, Mm -hmm. I'd love to have a piece that's not in Ireland just for the, oh, I got outside this country. Not that Mm -hmm. I don't, the, you know, the support you get here, but I I would love to be able to broaden where my work gets to. I think Mm -hmm. that would be really nice. I'd love to be able to kind of share it with more, more people. But honestly, just to continue being able to make a living from being a creative person is really, you know, I'd be really happy out with that, to be honest. It's what mm-hmm. I think it would it would get. Like it isn't that is that's all we've all asked for is just to be able to continue to every day is just really a big part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they all sound like very valid things and I'm sure they're all very achievable for you, Gronia, to be honest. I can see your work going into many, many places and exhibitions and all sorts. I don't think they're beyond the realms of possibility at all. Your work is so stunning. Um, And thank you so much for coming on today, Gronia. It's been just a delight to chat to you. And um, I'll put up all of the links of where to find you, but... um, just you may as well say where where can people find you if they're listening to you now what's the best place for them to find you so they can find me on instagram is my main one so that's at grania.b.e i do have a facebook i'm not quite as i'm not a big fan of facebook but i do have Mm. one that's what you use i am on there um i have an etsy but i am finally there is a website that is actually currently being made so i am Thank God. Uh, my friends and family will be delighted. They can stop pestering me about having a website. <laughs> in another, I'm kind of thinking maybe I'll launch my new prints on that in a month or whatever. So um, at the moment, you can just go over to Etsy. It's capital letters GBE art. If you're looking to have a look at the, the kind of work I do or whatever, but there will be a website very soon. So okay. That will be brilliant. Sounds great. Can't wait to see it. I'm sure it'll be beautiful. Beautiful. (laughs) Well, thanks a million, as I said. Thanks for taking time out of your day to chat. And um, yeah, I'll share this with others and I'll share your links and stuff like that as well. And they can go on and see your beautiful work. And um, I just appreciate you coming on so much. And I hope you go on to create much more wonderful things um, to share with the world, not just in Ireland, but the greater world as well, Gornia. Well, thank so, you so have a great day you too enjoy the weather yes yes it's amazing i Talk know soon, bye paula bye take care